0: Hello and welcome back or welcome to The Fully Coded Creative where we talk about all things adulting, mental health, creativity and entrepreneurship. Today I'm in a new spot. I'm visiting family, so I am in the corner of the living room. We have like two living rooms here at my sister's house and I'm just on like a cozy roundabout chair. I don't know what they're called, but it's like a spinning little like ottoman chair thing. And it's really nice. It's really comfy, and I think I found the spot that I'm going to be recording here. And hopefully, I can get a couple things done. Um, I'm really happy that I am just taking a step away away from school and feeling really good and having a break. So that's really good. So in this episode, I want to jump right in and talk about what it is like being a creative and how difficult it can be to stay creative and to consistently create things i know so complicated but it actually really is especially if you're someone who makes stuff every now and then or really often you know that it is hard to come up with unique fresh ideas and i'm gonna talk a little bit about that today so who am I to talk about this topic? I am an industrial design student, and very soon I will be a industrial designer in the actual field. So I think that what I'm saying is very valid, and I know exactly what it's like to have to wake up every day and sketch to draw and to make progress towards an idea. So. It is really hard, and you always have to kind of make sure that you're on track and make sure that you're not spending too much time trying to do one thing, and I see that in, excuse me, I see that in school and also in my podcast and also like creative things that I do because it is difficult. Being a creative in school and also still coming home and trying to be creative with the work that I do because I just have a hard time making it work because not only do I have to go to school, but I also have my part time job and I have to try to balance school and work and on top of that, try to create something from that. So I try not to put too much pressure on it, but it is kind of hurting me because I don't have enough time to put towards it. So, yeah, that's kind of my situation. I spend a majority of my time kind of split in between school and my job where I'm getting paid. I have, like, three campus jobs, which is actually crazy. And I would say only about one and a half of them is a creative job because one of them I design sometimes for my job. I design, like, their online like digital content and also sometimes make like their print things like brochures and stuff like that so I kind of do a little graphic design with that and also with my other job I work in the kind of like the research area for this it's in like a big clinic building and I do like package design kind of like I print out things and it's not really that much design, but it's like, we're always trying to design the space a little bit and always trying to think about better ways to package materials, even though we're not hugely in charge of that, but we kind of have something to do with making sure that the materials that are sent to the research patients, they are looking good and the print quality is good and overall like packaging is good and also sometimes design like postcards that they send to their research participants so it's a lot i do a little bit of everything and um i think that i have a good amount of experience even being in school still so i think i'm really grateful for that but i just wish that i didn't have to work in school because then i could focus more on school and like being more creative and having great projects for my portfolio and dedicate that other half towards my creative pursuits like this podcast and my businesses that I'm trying to grow but I think because of how much time that I spend with school and spending with work really cause school is kind of mandatory until I graduate but I think work is kind of difficult because I wish I didn't have to work and I kind of wish that I had more time for creative things, and then I would be able to grow them more. But I try not to use that as an excuse, but just knowing that my time is really precious, and I think that will be a huge topic in this episode because really what I do every day as a creative is try to manage my time with school, and I have to try to make the best out of the day, especially as a student. I have projects where most of the time I get like a month to do them, but sometimes I'll have a class where it's like we have one giant project for the whole semester. So I have to kind of make the best use of time. And I think it's really difficult sometimes when I'm not using time the right way. But I think it's all about just how I manage it and also like how I balance it. So um, I think it's not really that bad. I think a lot of my time is spent like sketching. The first step of my design process is I'll probably spend about a week or so sketching ideas, but sometimes it takes longer if I don't come up with like a good design solution or I don't have enough time to put towards it, but at least a week's worth of full-time schoolwork, which is about like I heard someone say like double my credit hours. So like if I'm taking like twelve credit hours, then I would have to spend like twenty four hours or something like working on that class. So if I had wait well, no that doesn't make sense. Well, if it's like a three hour class, three hour credit hour class, then I would spend like six hours that week um, studying. Um, but if it's like, I guess like yeah my bad oh my gosh i just confused myself but yes if i have a three credit hour class then i'll spend about six hours studying for that class quote unquote but in my case it's like designing and sketching and kind of like making sure that i have enough time put towards each topic so i will typically spend about like about like six hours like working on it and I think that's like enough time to do that so after typically that first week of sketching for about like six hours which seems like a lot but in class usually our classes I guess most of the time accounts like outside of class which is kind of difficult for me personally because I work so I don't really make the best use of time or I don't have most time so maybe like if I had six hours to sketch then maybe like spend like two hours a day or one maybe maybe like one and a half hours a day and then it kind of adds up and easily to like six um and then I typically after that first week I will start taking those sketches and going into CAD so if you don't know what CAD is CAD is kind of it's like an acronym for computer aided design So you'll use your computer to create like 3D models and you'll use different software. Like I use Rhino most of the time, but um, I'm also learning how to use SOLIDWORKS for another class and maybe in the future I'll use that more. But those are really helpful tools because then we're able to like take those sketches and make them into 3D and actually see them come to life. But in order to have a final 3D model that's like, set in stone, the design is there, then you have to sketch a lot because you have to kind of sketch out how the design is going to look in all the angles and most of the details come from just orthographic sketching like front view, side view, top view and understanding what that looks like and sometimes if the sketches are good then you can bring it into CAD and you can kind of trace on top of them to build around it. So it's really cool honestly and I really like that. sometimes it is difficult and I'm learning that it's okay to kind of go back and forth from sketching to CAD and going back and I think that it can go also hand in hand with other um, creative fields like maybe you have to make an outline for like a script like for example this podcast I might have to make an outline for it and then I'm talking on it but I also might have to like say a little bit extra stuff that's not on the paper or go back to the script and maybe add some more stuff that I wanna say later or something. And it's kind of like a back and forth thing because you can't always write down everything or sketch down everything that is gonna come into reality because some things are spontaneous, some things you learn along the way. So it's just really a learning process and it's pretty great like seeing things come together and overall just see the process i think everybody has their own process for what they do creatively and i think that's kind of what makes everyone's work very unique like the other day i went to an award ceremony for the industrial design student like seniors and I saw that everyone's strategy was different. Like some people, they started their project off with like a very emotional story, and then they would kind of reel you in and make you wonder, okay, what is this product that they're designing? They're talking about this problem and about how it's such a huge concern in society, but then you, they kind of make you want to know like what the product is and then you get reeled in and then they start kind of going into each one. And then some people, they start more with like their sketches or maybe a background story about them and they'll talk about themselves and why their projects relates to their um, goals as a designer. So I think it's really cool seeing how everyone presents their work and the process that they took, even though you can kind of change it at the end to make it seem like you started with something else it is really cool kind of seeing how ideally their process would go because not everything goes as planned and I think it's okay as a creative to sometimes allow yourself to like kind of float between your work a little bit um and yeah that's about it really when it comes to my overall process and what I do as a creative So some things that inspire me to be a little bit more creative um, are a few things. Um, I like using Behance, Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and also I like to travel. So I'm going to tell you why I like those things. So Behance is really nice because it allows you to kind of see creatives works and it's like kind of curated towards wherever you search and very much so like having to do with like professional work and a lot of designers they go on there and maybe artists but I know designers for sure they create their profiles on Behance and it serves as a portfolio for work so it's just an excellent place to see real professional work there and to get inspiration really from people and the projects that they did. So I really like that. And I really like honing it down to see different industrial design projects and seeing what people did as professionals and students. So it's it's like an in between there. It's like some people are like still in school, but some people are actually like professionals. But I think most of the time, people don't really get on there until they're like a junior or senior anyway in college. So they're like really skilled people who are using CAD and you can kind of see their sketches come to life with their CAD, which is really cool to see that, wow, they're students too. And maybe you might see someone at your school who has a profile. So you see that it's not that far off from where you are now. And you see the standard a little bit, like what is out there creatively and I'm really interested to see what you guys find in other fields too because I know that there's other fields on Behance like photography and other areas and I know like a bunch of creatives use it so it's not just design but I think it's just an amazing place to find inspiration professionally and to understand that what you've done so far is only like the tip of the iceberg so you can really go deeper into like other areas and really see what other people did to get inspired and to see things that you might you might want to try out and i think it's just going to inspire you and refresh you for sure and on top of that i know that a bunch of people like my one of my favorite youtubers they talked recently in their podcast that they love going on pinterest and making like mood boards and which you can also do that on um uh, BeHance too, which I think is so cool because if you're working on a project, you can find inspiration and pin different images in people's projects and individual images, and you can make a mood board for your project to see different inspirations and what directions you're trying to go into and refer to it as you move forward with your project. But I love Pinterest because it's more of like a trendy, more like modern of thing even though Behance is also modern but it's more like academic I think that it's not like a lot of like too abstract stuff it's more like um finding like trendy stuff and like things on social media but I think Behance is really good for like professional stuff but I think Pinterest is also is something that you would use for like things that are less formal and also like i th- i know a lot of people use pinterest also for the creative stuff too because it's just a little bit more fluid and it's not as serious and you're able to really find like really rough sketches and really interesting angles of people's work that are a little less like curated and a little less serious and professional so it can be really like a a cool way to like find inspiration that isn't like super perfect if you like that kind of thing um and i know like a bunch of designers that use that for their projects too and i know it's creepy but sometimes i'll look at certain designers that inspire me and then i'll look at their pinterest boards to see what they pinned and the pins that i guess they created and i'll see that wow they use pinterest boards and i see all the things that inspire them and i'll know what to look for if i want to find inspiration as well if i want to like get more creative and try new stuff and i think it's just really cool to like see what they have there um moving forward um i want to talk about youtube youtube is an amazing platform like we all know this like we always use youtube to find tutorials and stuff like that I've been using it to find tutorials for literally everything like finding tutorials on how to make chicken soup on how to build things or how to like get how to like I don't know just like apartment style like tours and inspiration so it's just a lot that you can do with it and on top of that you can find probably like a handful of creatives in your field that might inspire you and talk like there's always there's always like people wanting to like give free information and wanting to just help people which I think is really cool because it's free you can go in there yeah there's ads unless you like pay to like block the ads but it's just an amazing tool to like see like in video what people are doing and their process and maybe get inspired by someone's creative journey And even I want to, like, get more on there. I want to, like, show my journey because that's kind of how you allow people to kind of see your process and really look up to you and, like, get inspired by you. And I think it's definitely a tool that's kind of slept on by designers and, like, artists sometimes because maybe they don't have time, which is understandable. Like me, like, I barely have time. But it's just an amazing tool that's going to really take it to the next level and allow others to get inspired by you and even you can inspire yourself and like look back on those days because we don't really notice how much progress we've made creatively and professionally until we look back on it so i highly recommend that you either watch youtube videos if you're into that or if you want to take it a step further also like create your own youtube videos to kind of show your daily life and show your creative process because there are so many holes in the creative industry on youtube because even me i can barely find like women industrial designers so i think maybe i could be that person and especially women of color industrial designers i think we definitely need more representation i was able to find some but you really have to like Look through the crevices to find people that are in your field, especially if you're a woman. So also, I think Instagram is an amazing tool because I love using Reels. Reels is an amazing tool because you can look at hashtags and you don't have to see all those random like ASMR type Reels. You can also skip to the ones that you want to see by searching on the top of the search bar and the discover tab and then you can kind of see all the inspiration um that you're looking for and it's really helpful to see what content people are making in your field and get inspired and see what kind of content you want to make so you should definitely check that out and see what people are making in your niche if you're into that but also just see like what people are doing in your field like there's a ton of like industrial design people there that I watch that make stuff and they sketch and I love seeing the things that they make and I always see people share it because um I know that people don't really understand how much work that goes into it but being an industrial designer it's really cool seeing that um I can do this, and I know that it's a lot of work, but it also builds credibility for people to see my process, so I love using Instagram for that, and it's also shareable along with Pinterest. You can also share Pinterest boards, and but I think Instagram is something that can really pop off because you can um, share it, and it can really go viral and really cool, and on top of instagram also tiktok kind of goes hand in hand with it with like tiktok videos um, because tiktok videos are very much similar to reels on instagram so i think tiktok can also be an amazing tool because there's always people looking for gaps like there's always there was like a couple people that came to my video when i made a video about what it's like being an industrial design student because there's not there are like constantly people growing but I think there's always room for more people who are more specialized for people to look up to on TikTok because it is such a fun app to get inspired and it's refreshing to see people who are doing stuff creatively in an app that's full of like dancing and random stuff like my For You page is full of just the same dances and it really gets stale. So in order for me to truly enjoy the app, I kind of have to use the search bar. So I know that when I'm doing things that are specific and I'm putting like the right hashtags and the right keywords, that it's gonna be easy for people to search it up and get inspired by me, but also find inspiration by looking for those hashtags and looking for those keywords and finding inspiration on what other creatives are doing so i think a big thing here is to like see what other creatives are doing and to get inspired by the things already out there and figure out how you can be a part of that and also how you can put your own spin on it and kind of contribute to the community and outside of social media and the internet i love to travel to get inspiration and I think visiting family was a great opportunity for me to get inspired again. And I'm really grateful, even though I just went to the suburbs and I didn't really travel much. I just went to the suburbs of Chicago, um, in which I live in Chicago. But um, it was just really interesting being able to take the train. And even though I spent a lot of time on the train just kind of zoning out and like listening to a podcast it was really fun and relaxing um to do that so it was really great being able to just sit on the train and relax and just being here being away from the city and all the chaos it's really fun just being able to be here and i don't know if i'll be able to get a walk because i don't have keys by my might ask to walk around because, I don't know, I just need to go outside and to walk around, maybe go to a coffee shop. Um, And, yeah, I just like being in a new space and being here. So, I really hope that I can continue to gain inspiration. And I love their house here. My sister has a really nice house. Her and her boyfriend and my two younger sisters, they live here right now. And just a really nice place and it's just really comfy and yeah i love it here and it inspires me to just go outside of my comfort zone visit family and i used to visit family a lot growing up but i don't really do it anymore because i got really burnt out because i got tired of taking the train because no one really comes to chicago so i don't really get to just be at home while I hang out with family. I have to like kind of take the train and then I get really tired, burnt out. And just being in a new place really burns you out sometimes because it's like you're not used to the routines. And then you have to kind of work around other people's schedules sometimes. And yeah, you don't really get to like eat the stuff that you want to eat sometimes unless you like go by yourself in which I'm trying to not spend money visiting family. So I'm trying to eat like just what's here and just like not do too much but i also don't have like access to coffee which i'm sad they have coffee but it's like not the stuff i like so like that's just me being being picky but like i really don't care about that stuff i just came here to just be in a different environment and i don't really care about like the little like petty stuff but i just really like being able to be around people and to just be i don't know it's something about just being around people i like so that's really great um i also really plan to travel to a different city for my birthday i don't i I know i want to like go with family so at first i was like a little bit worried that like oh who's gonna come with me but i'm pretty sure if we all just plan together that we can make it happen but i did want to go to laguna beach for my birthday but now i want to go with my family to the East Coast because my, that's where my dad wanted his ashes to be. So for my birthday, I wanna like travel to like the East Coast and hopefully we can go to the Atlantic Ocean and like send out his ashes, like how he wanted. Um, So yeah, I just am excited to just travel until like I get outside of Chicago because Chicago can be really boring. So just want something different. So while I did drop a ton of gems that I hope you guys pick up, um, I really like to just be honest so I don't think I took much of this advice I think I inspired myself with this episode really I'm gonna go back and try these things because I do do these I do do these things but just not that much and I could do a lot better and just be consistent with it and find that pattern consistently show up for myself and my brands and just be better creatively So I want to talk about some things that even I could do better um, creatively. So what I can do better is I need to just quickly come up with ideas because even in class, I spend way too much time in the ideation phase and I'm really wanting to like wrap it up this week and really just go into CAD. And even my teacher, he always says this to me like, you spend way too much time in, in the ideation phase and it's time to just move forward and to just pick a design now because you're going to run out of time and you're not going to be able to finish this project and i totally understand it so i'm just trying to be a lot better and try to just have a bunch of ideas in one place and to just really wear out my brain and to sketch it all in one place and move forward And I think that goes along with my second thing, which is sketch more. I need to sketch more ideas, not just in class, but also creatively. Sketching ideas is the fastest way to get them on paper and to really get them out of my head. Because I'm a visual person, so I really like to just sketch and to be creative. And that's the best way I can come up with things. Also, I need to test out things more, which is like, kind of like creating a prototype so it's not always like physical prototypes but it's also digital prototypes like just making things like for example I was afraid to use notion to track my goals but I think I just first need to go in and make stuff and see what happens make a system and just go with it and even though like maybe I don't want to go into notion but maybe I can track it another way like on paper make like a little paper prototype And just write down my goals and which I kind of do now, but I can just go full out with it and to really test out what I'm trying to do and see if that system works. And then I could take that and go into more sophisticated things like Notion because it does take time. So I'm not trying to waste time trying to make everything perfect. And then lastly, I want to take more risks and just put myself out there more even though like I know my ideas may not be perfect I want to like make more content and put it out there more and just really design things more and see what works and also put together and edit more videos and put this podcast out there more and put my brands out there more just try to grow it as best as I can because um No one's going to really care about what I'm doing unless I care, and I got that good advice um, from someone else, but I really think that's great advice, so I'm going to try to do that, and to just put my best foot forward and continue to keep going and believing in myself, and I think we just have to believe in ourselves like creatively, otherwise we're going to just give up and we're not going to make much progress in life at least creatively. So, with that being said, I want to give some tips for aspiring creatives. Even me, like, I wouldn't say I'm an aspiring creative. I am a creative, but I'm just not, like, a professional creative. I'm not, like, making a full living off of it. But I think that what you have to do is just choose something that you like, And then really wear it out so really try as many things as you can like if i'm a designer i need to really just get fabric get my hands on fabric and use my sewing machine very very regularly and try things out see what works see what doesn't and discard it as quickly as possible then i can move on to the next thing and if i'm making a podcast i need to keep making podcasts and seeing what works and leaving what doesn't And to grow the podcast, I need to just make videos and see what works, even if I'm scared, even if I might be feeling embarrassed, keep making content and putting myself out there so that the content can grow and it can reach people that really need it. So it's not about me, but it's about helping others. So I think that's what really matters. And I think that's going to help me continue to be creative and continue to look at the big picture overall. So I hope this was very helpful and I hope that you continue to be creative and to try different stuff because it is hard being creative sometimes, especially if you think that you tried everything and you lack that motivation. So I hope this really put a fire under you. I hope you have an amazing week. Bye. Also, make sure that you check out our website, The Fully Coded Creative. It's a blog. And I really cared about making a blog and a podcast so they can go hand in hand. So that you have supplementary materials to read outside of the um, podcast. Because I really feel like that will help you connect more with the message. And also follow us if you don't already at Fully Coded Creative on IG. And I think we have a TikTok too, but it's not as active. For, so just go on um, IG and follow us. So... Yes, thank you guys so much for your support, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.